I really have to thank you for that um, because mm. I wouldn't be where I am now with him if, if it wasn't for you. You know, you broke it down to a deeper level, which I appreciate so much. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and welcome to Make Him Wonder. I'm your host, Coach Paula, a dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. My guest today is 32-year-old Elizabeth, who was in a relationship with 41-year-old Mike. Elizabeth reports that, quote, it isn't working with Mike. And she wants to know if it's her fault or if Mike is using some of what Elizabeth feels are her mistakes to get out of their relationship because he doesn't have the courage to end it. Interesting situation. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hello, Coach Paula. So glad to be here. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Good question. I want to find out how long you've been with Mike. We have been seeing each other for three months now, but he was trying to pursue me for two months prior to that. And how did you meet? We met through Hinge. Okay. And you say he was trying to pursue you two months before that. So you met on Hinge and what, you kept going back and forth on the app or texting or how did that work? Yeah, so I was on the app and then I kind of got overwhelmed with, you know, uh, trying to keep up with people and talking to them. And he uh, asked me to meet, uh, you know, right on, uh, early on. So we did meet for one date, but then I realized that I wasn't ready to move forward. So I kind of... Uh, told him that and then again he reached out to me a couple months later and I was I felt like I was more ready um, and then we just uh, started going on more dates and we just you know kept seeing each other pretty frequently I see um, what made you think that you weren't ready when you were were you just out of a relationship or what was that about yeah, it was a combination of that. I was dating someone uh, for two and a half years prior, and we had ended and uh, actually three months before that. And then also um, my family dog had just passed away. So I was just not in a good um, mental state, I guess, to dedicate um, you know time and, and effort to a new relationship. I see. But he kept going. When you say he kept pursuing you for two months, what was that like? What happened? He would just keep texting me and checking in on me. And, um, you know, every time I would tell him, hey, like, you know, I'm not ready or like I have this going on. Um, he was very patient. He was not pushy. Uh, and I appreciated that. And that's why I actually responded to him. Um, and then I finally, you know, when he asked me again what I'm doing this weekend, it was um, I was like, let's just give this another try. Uh-huh. And how did it go from there? Tell us about that, that uh, kind of second first date if you will what was that like sure yeah so actually we went out dancing to a club we both like uh, and it was latin dancing and we really had a blast um and then you know after that he asked me for the third date to go to the dog park with me which i loved because nobody has asked me to 
spend time with my dogs for the first few days. So uh, we actually like packed some food and we both, he picked me up and we went to um, my dog's favorite dog park. And it was just awesome to see him, like how attentive he was with my dogs. And I was just, it just went very well from then. And then after that, he was very attentive. He wanted to make plans with me to go away. Um, very consistent with his communication. So it just flowed after that. So when did you feel things started going awry? Uh, so two months into the relationship, um, we had we were on our third trip together, and it was uh, up in uh, Big Bear, and uh, we spent uh, three days there with my dogs. Okay, so I want to get into that, but I want to first find out, um, when did you first have sex, and what was your relationship like after that? Sure. Um, the first time we had sex was, uh, around a month after we started talking again. Oh, and after that, it was pretty normal. Things were, you know, we were having uh, sex you know, regularly. He still wanted to go out with me. He wanted to come over my house every day and spend time with my dogs and I. So everything seemed to be going very well. I see. And how were you feeling? Were you growing closer, more fond of him? Was he talking about relationships? stuff moving forward what was it like i was a little bit cautious because um i had been in long relationships before and i wasn't sure if i wanted to start thinking about long term um yet so i kind of like held off a little bit but he had, was very clear from the beginning that he was looking basically for marriage so he wanted something long term and he was at a point in his life where he felt like he had everything ready like financially and his work schedule was pretty set so he had the time and resources to give into a, you know a long-term relationship and children so um he he seemed to be sure and me not so much but then after i saw how consistent he was with you know making plans and how he treated me i was like okay maybe this could work out long term so he was pretty upfront that he was looking for something to move towards marriage and children yes i see was he saying it like with you specifically or just generally speaking? He was saying generally speaking. Okay. So about three months in, it started going awry or like two months? Tell me again when that was. Yeah, it was two months in. Um, so, yeah, so that's uh, when things started not going so well. And uh, we were on a vacation for a 4th of July weekend. Uh, and we went up to Big Bear. We rented a cabin. Uh, so the dogs and myself and him, we spent three days up there. And what happened? Um, everything was going really well uh, until it was uh, the day before the last. So it was basically the second day we were there. Um, and my dogs ran out of the cabin at, you know, at, at night and they started chasing a skunk. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I panicked because it was really dark and I couldn't see exactly what they were chasing. I saw it after. And I was like, oh, my God, my dog's got out. They're chasing a skunk. So I'm thinking that they're going to get, you know, hurt in some way or sprayed or whatever. And he had a reaction like, oh, my gosh, why are you yelling? And, I, and that caught me off of guard. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is not like me, like, yelling at you or, like, yelling, like, going crazy and just yelling at the world. It's just my just reaction of my dog getting out of the cabin and running after an animal. So, I, you know, I brushed it off. I was fine. Um... And then the second incident was the following day 
when we went to the lake uh, with my dog that went swimming and we had a great time. But on the way back, when we were walking back to our car, another dog jumped off of the owner's car and trying to attack one of my dogs. And I panicked again. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then that surprised him again. He's like, why are you yelling? And I was kind of confused because I was like, well, my dog is about to get attacked. So I don't know what kind of reaction. I didn't say this to him, but I was thinking, like, what kind of reaction would you want from me? And then when we got to the car and things calmed down, I said, hey, this is how I respond to emergencies. Like, that's just a natural thing for me. It's not like I'm freaking out or I'm like, you know, it doesn't last long. It's just that I'm just, I was in shock. I was like, does that make you nervous? And if it does, I said, please let me know because that's just who I am. And he went silent. Um, and then we went about our date. We had dinner. We had drinks. We watched movies. You know, we cuddled. Even the next day, he, like, woke up early and made me breakfast. Um, and just everything seemed to be going just fine. Oh, he, I'm sorry. He also apologized when we got back. He's like, I'm sorry. I said that to you. I get it. You can't control when an emergency happens. So he even apologized. So I was like, okay, like, we're on the same page. And, yeah, so I, after that, it was, the rest of the trip was fine. So where are things now and what made you make this um, podcast appointment with us so that we could figure things out and maybe make things better? Sure. Yeah. So actually it was when we came back. So it was um, so the day after our trip, um, we came back to my place. He actually took a day off after our trip so he can spend time with us. Uh, but then he left kind of early. He usually spends the whole day on my place when he sleeps over. And he was like, uh, I have to go back and I have so, so much laundry to do. I haven't gone to the gym and I have to take care of things. And I'm like, totally fine. I said, I, I agree. I have, I have neglected things on my hands because you've been here pretty frequently. And we left it at that. And I just had a feeling there was just something that didn't, it wasn't, I just had a feeling things were not going well after. He was, um, his texts were just not as thorough and kind of like, short with me and not as many throughout the day which he usually texts me throughout the day and then finally the last thing that happened um that really made things um get worse it was actually uh two days later after that he came over again and as i was getting ready to go out with him for dinner i was um, putting clothes on and i went out out to the living room where he was and i put on the skirt <laughs> and i said how does this make me look? Does it make my, my butt look flat? And I, another thing I, I guess I forgot to mention is that there is a significant language barrier. He's a Latino, and, but he's, he's been here several years, but it's, you, it's definitely not. Um, he still struggles. And he said, oh, maybe you should do squats. <laughs> and I was taken aback, so I was like, Okay, and then I turn around, went back in my bedroom, and I sat on my on my bed, and I was like, okay, maybe he didn't mean it. I don't know. Maybe he didn't understand what I was asking him. But then I'm like, okay, this is a pretty simple question. <laughs> Does a skirt make my ass look flat? Like it's not. I'm not asking him for anything complex here for him to answer. Uh, and then I was, I just went back out in the living room, and I told them I need to leave. Um, I, I said, I think you should leave. Um, and then he was kind of surprised. I don't think he understood. Um, and then I went back to my, you know, my bedroom and he comes to my bedroom and he tries to give me a hug and he's like, are you going to say goodnight? And I was immature about it. And I said, me and my flat butt cannot say goodnight. And then he left. 
And then after that, um, I questioned. I was like, maybe he didn't understand my question. I, I was kind of in shock that that happened because um, he never commented on my body before, like I'm in shape. So I'm like, maybe he was trying to say something else. So then I called him quickly after, and then he didn't answer. And I was like, okay, that's not like him. And he was driving, so I called him again, and he texted me, uh, don't call me again. How long ago was that? That was uh, a month and a half ago. And what has happened since? Well, since then, we did talk after. Um, he texted me the following morning, and he said maybe we should be friends because he doesn't like my uh, these outbursts I've been having, which is shocking to me because that was the only outburst I ever had with him. Like I didn't, I never, we didn't, never even fought. That's how effortless this relationship was. Just we never argued. Um, and I was was like, okay. Um, and at first, I was like, no, this is not gonna work for me. I don't tend to stay friends with people at date. And then as time went on, um, he asked me, he was leaving the following week to go to Florida to celebrate his dad's 70th birthday. And he said he wanted to see me again before he left for a week. So we went out and we had some drinks and food. And then I thought he was just gonna drop me off and go back you know, home. But he came in, we watched a, a three hour movie, a really long movie. But things were awkward. Like, he wasn't, like, cuddling with me. Well, actually, he wasn't kissing me, but he did cuddle with me. Um, and then at, like, 3 in the morning, he he's like, okay, I'm going home. I'm like, okay. I was like, well, we've been drinking. You don't have to go home. Like, you can just stay on the couch. She's like, no. And I was like, okay. I'll talk to you later. And um, he had asked me to drive him to the airport before all this happened. So I messaged him um, probably the next day. Uh, and I was like, do you still need a ride? Because I need to figure out things with work. And he's like, yes, please. That would be great. And so I, I drove him to the airport. We gave each other a hug, like nothing like that. And it was like, have fun. And then we talked when he was in Florida every day. We had gone like three months now talking every day. So nothing, you know, nothing weird there. And then, um, so he was there for a week. He came back. And I picked him up again. Um and then when I dropped him off, I had a sense that he wanted me to go up, come upstairs, but I just didn't, I ignored that fact. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna give you a hug and just go back to my car. And I left, I came back to my place. And the following day, he was like, let's go out and get something to eat. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we went out at eight, we had drinks and he came back to my place and then he made a move. And I was like, wait, I thought we were gonna be friends. Like, what, what is this, you know, like, what, what are you doing? And then, you know, we hooked up. And then after that, I thought we were like back to normal. Um, but I still sensed some hesitation. It was, he wasn't the normal, you know, self. Um, and things since then have gotten kind of worse. Like I waited a couple of weeks and, and, I, and I asked him, I was like, well, what do you want from this? Um, like, what, like, what are you looking for here? Because um, before we used to date, now it's kind of like, I don't feel like things are back to normal. And he said that there's certain things that he cannot um, forgive in a relationship. And one of those is, you know, somebody, you know, getting, um, you know, having, I guess, like, temperish. So whatever he, that he said, I forget. I have to go back and read text, actually. And then um, I was like, okay, well, then I guess we cannot see each other anymore. And then he said, um, I forget exactly what he said, but basically, like, no, let's just try this out. And let's figure out. And I was like, 
for me, it's pretty black and white. You either want to do something with me or you don't. Like, you want to be with me or not. But I feel like he gave me kind of a vague response after. And ever since then, it's just been inconsistent. We still talk every day, mostly via text. He still has come over to my house at least three times a week. We still cook together. He still takes my dogs out for walks. But I had another discussion with him after that. And I was like, okay, now it's been already a month since that happened. And what he said, the last thing he said is like, oh, we can be friends, but also dating. Uh, but, you know, he just wasn't sure. So that's kind of where we blocked it off. So what do you most want to know from me? I want to know if it sounds like he was using, like, what happened, what I did as a way to get out. Like maybe he realized, hey, this is too much for me or whatever, this should not be a good match for me, whatever that reason may be. And he was looking for a reason to get out and without him being the bad guy. Or if it's something that I did, which probably is, um, but it's just going from such an, and he, he was so you know persistent and intense with his approach and he knew what he wanted um, and he acted like that he wanted a future with me to like, so I'm trying to figure out if it's, you know, what happened. And uh, if there's, I guess, any way to salvage this. Good question. Excellent. I'm going to answer it all. I want you to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. And listeners, be ready for it as well. Really good example here. I love it. So we'll get to it right after this. Have you been holding off going online or going back to online dating? Well, I hate to be the one to tell you, but online is the place men go to find dates. And I want you to be prepared to succeed in finding love. No more excuses. And now you don't have to make excuses because my one love approach to online dating is a game changer. This affordable go at your pace self-help course gives you what to text and say when he sends a lame hi. It explains how to guide a guy to call to introduce himself, which if you're not doing, you're setting yourself up for failure. I bet you didn't know that. And in the course, you'll find out why it's so important. One Love outlines the two things never to include in your photos and exactly where to go and where not to agree to go on a first meeting. Did you know that going for coffee is a no-no and dinner is even worse? Surprised? If so, then you've got to get this course so you can set the right tone for a man to be most interested in you should you be interested in him. Then you're in the driver's seat should you want things to go the distance. Because it's only when you set things on the right track from the start that you will have a real shot at long-lasting love from meeting online. The best part? As part of this incredibly affordable course, you get a full coaching intensive experience with me to ask me anything and everything you have questions about, maybe about a special guy you've met. So don't delay one more day. Go to coachpaulagrooms.com programs and click on my One Love Self-Help course. That's the online to never-ending love self-help course where you'll get everything you need to know to do online right this time around. That's coachpaulagrooms.com slash programs 
and we'll be talking soon. So we're back again with the 32-year-old Elizabeth who has outlined how things went in the last three months or so with 41-year-old Mike. And I do want to ask you, Elizabeth, before I go into my assessment and give you my take on what you can do and how you can salvage this if you would like. Uh, Tell me exactly where things are now in the last few days. Sure. The last few days, uh, he's been texting me um, and he's actually asked me yesterday if I could go to this museum event this coming Friday. And I said, sure, uh, it's not, it's actually for um, Game of Thrones. It's an event and I'm not, I don't watch it, but I know he loves that show. So I said, sure. And he even went as far as to buy me an outfit so we can match, you know, dressing up for this event. So, um, so we're still planning on hanging out Friday, but no other plans like we usually do for like dinner or for him to just come over. And do you want to take this to a commitment, perhaps marriage, kids, do you know what it is that you want? I think at this stage, I do. I do want to take this to marriage because I liked how, I liked feeling secure with him and I I had fun with him and he is hardworking and he was dependable. So I feel like it's for the first time I met someone that had like most of the things that I wanted and I felt secure in the relationship, which is kind of why I'm shocked to turn out to be, it turned out badly so quickly. Um, but yes, I do, I do want to be in a serious committed relationship and, you know, likely a marriage. Um, Great. I'm hearing that you can have it and you can have it quite quickly and easily with a caveat that you are going to have to become the mechanic of this relationship with a very serious intensive mechanics course over the next few months. Because if you don't, this relationship car will go off the rails just as quickly and without warning as it did previously. Do you know what I mean by that? Yes, I. Uh, I think you're saying that I need to put a lot. I need to put a lot of work into this to make it work. Or if it's not for my efforts, I feel like he might not. He might just move on. Is that is that my interpretation correct? I'm glad you put it like that, because he loves you. He wants this, and you've got to really start to understand what's going on and then you can make it work. I'm hearing that you want it. So you've got to do what is necessary to have it and you can, and it's fairly easy. So I'm going to dissect here issues, misunderstanding of you about the mechanics and what you will need to do going forward, okay? Okay. 
everything you said was going along well, and he saw your outbursts about the doggies. And you had every right to be upset in those instances. And he he is now accepting of that part about you, as well he should be. I want you to understand that it is quite normal for some men to get very fearful and scared of a woman's um, emotions, um, animation, heightened um, fear responses, or uh, raising your voice. And we can only accept a certain amount of that because you have to be you. And I don't want you to be unduly scared that anything you did there was wrong, um, improper, uh, caused any issues. In other words, I heard that he got past that. What you do, however, have to be aware of when it happens again, which it will. I mean, you almost lost your dogs in the middle of the night. You didn't know whether it was a fox, a skunk, what it was. He, they could have been hurt. You were understandably upset and excited, and those things can happen again, right? Yeah. And if you have kids together, those things are definitely going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is where you need to be his teacher, healer, and this is our role. It's, uh, if you, you know me and you work with me, it's my sexy mother approach. There's something in his background whereby a woman raising her voice, getting upset, something traumatized him along the way and he doesn't handle it well. That would be my guess. And you were going to have to um, when you come down off of things that happen like that, you have to say to him, I know it's hard to see me upset and my emotions heightened and that I have a fear response. I know that's not easy. And I thank you for being able to handle it and know that that's just momentary and I come down and then I'm, you know, normal again. And these are normal responses that I will have, but you do not have to fear that I'm going to have those responses with you, at you. It's just about situations. Now, there's nothing he needs to do or say with that. You just need to say it. Okay? okay? And then, after any time that those things happen, you need to give him kudos for it. Like, for example, 
something happens, say you're at the park with the dogs and one of your dogs gets kind of attacked and it's it's heightened and it's um, unpleasant. But doggy's not hurt, gets in the car, but it was very upsetting for you to watch and it could have gone really awry, but it didn't. So you got upset, you yelled, you get in the car and he's quiet, he's upset, you can tell. You just reach over with your hand and say, thank you for being with me during that. Things are all going to be fine. That's it. And then you let him ride out what he needs to ride out. That's sexy mother as healer, understand, understander, so to speak. You see, understanding that that's his thing. You are perfectly in the right to have that happen. And that you're thanking him for getting past it. So that's an aside. Then we go to an issue like what happened with the skirt. That's totally on you. And you're going to need to really do some work around that on yourself. Do you understand what I mean about that? Uh, Yes, I think I probably had a reaction to it that was uh, more intense than than it should have been. For sure. We must understand men are rational, tend to be, and not emotional. You asked him a question. If you're going to open yourself up to that, you have to be ready for a rational response. Yeah, that's fair enough. Don't ask it then. If you're not ready for the response, and that's speaking to your self-concept, you see, and that's, you're going to have to do some work on that. So the easiest fix there, do not ask anything about anything like that so you don't get triggered. Just don't. You know what looks good on you. You don't need his opinion. If you ever want an opinion from a man, you must be ready for it. So either you don't ask or you accept it as a mature adult and you do not blame anybody for the response, you see? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I I think he was honest probably, so yeah. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. So that triggers a man more than anything else because it's not rational. And it confuses the hell out of him. And it's why many times men don't talk to us because they feel like whatever I say, I'm going to get in some trouble that doesn't make any sense she asked me you see I can definitely see that (laughs) yeah so you just don't and 
if you ever want to ask, so for example, you'd like to please your guy. So you give him an option. Honey, do you like this skirt or this one? You see, because if he chooses, oh, I like the second one, then you see that option, it's always a win-win. Now, there are women that would say, oh, well, what's wrong with the first one? (laughs) Yeah, irrational, poor self-concept, lack of self-worth, self-confidence. So, you just don't ask. If you, anybody has trouble with that kind of thing, quit asking. That's very simple. But you cannot blame somebody for answering you. And he thought you were saying, and this can be, especially in English as a second language or something of the sort, he was thinking you felt that and you wanted some kind of problem solving around it. Men always go to problem solving, not feelings assuaging. And we can't ever need their compliment. You just have to know you're the pretty puppy that he loves. And he's going to love you in whatever you're wearing. Okay? And you've got to know that. So we would need to do some self-concept work to make you feel like there is no one else that will ever be as good a fit for him or a woman that he wants more than you. So then we get to making this go the distance. The mixed messages you have given him are so great it's amazing that you guys are still in touch does that shock you i guess a little bit but probably because i've been feeling so secure about him the last couple of months that i forget how kind of lukewarm i was the first few months and yeah so um it does surprise me but i can kind of see also where I could, you know, I could have been giving him mixed messages. Great. So here's how we fix this. Because right now you're in nebulous land. You have no title. He doesn't know what you want. Um, You've put yourself behind the eight ball in that you will just accept whatever um friends with benefits um hanging out doesn't work if you want to be his wife you have to show him i'm wife and mother material and the reason why this is so significant you see the mind of a male is black and white stop or go on or off yes or no lover or friend wife or girl just to have fun with madonna whore that's freudian that's freud's madonna whore dichotomy we cannot have you straddling some line that he doesn't understand especially 
you say he's from a Latin background? Yes. Okay, so culturally, that's even more the case, depending. And again, I put that in, you know, in a, in a gross generalization, okay? But generally speaking, um, you know, we must go with, and we will never, ever go wrong with any man in, I don't care what his culture is, we will never go wrong with holding ourselves up to a standard whereby the man knows what category you are in and what you expect. Because he's ready. He's telling you he's ready. He's got the job. He's 41. He wants to marry and have kids. And you can have this with him if you want it. But you've got to really turn it around and turn it around quickly by showing him, I've made a decision and I've changed. And this is how it works. If you've read my book, you know one of the main concepts, which is women live via their emotions. Men live via their decisions. And a man will accept anything, if he likes us, that we're willing to put out there. In other words, um, I want to be friends. He'll be friends and he'll try for some more. And if you give him some more, great. Uh, if you don't, I mean, it's so mixed messages and messy that it's just going to stay there if you don't become the mechanic. Mm-hmm and lead it to what you know is going to keep this relationship car well oiled in tune and go the distance for the for a lifetime okay and so you must do something out of what you would consider to be um mm, certainly it's not easy will be out of your realm, so to speak. But it's you say it once, and then you show via action. And it would go something like this. Now, you're going out on Friday night to this party or event? Yeah, yeah it's a museum event. So people dress up for um, so Game of Thrones, and they, it's just like, yeah, it's a party at a museum. Fun. So great. Now, are you going to see him before that? No, he tried seeing me on uh, Sunday, but he was kind of um, had a, kind of a sexual message, I guess. The way he said it, it was like, let's you know, let's meet up and hook up, and I said no. <laughs> so he tried to already meet with me already, and I had to shut it down. So, okay, did you? How did you shut it down? Just so we know. Oh, I just told him I'm busy. I said I have things to do around the house, and I was actually going to a networking event later on. So. Thank okay. You. <laughs> okay. So you did something that was both good but could have been better. Okay. So I'm going to explain that so you understand. So you used an excuse rather than show your value. Okay. So the excuse 
he doesn't really understand and he may he probably just takes it as at face value like you couldn't do you see you're trying to send a message that no i don't want that but he as a rational man who just goes by his decisions oh well she didn't completely shut me down she will next time because also you've shown him that you will in other words, this has morphed into just like a friends with benefits thing when you say yes, but you're trying to get more out of it. doesn't work. You have to be very straightforward and let the man know. And then you have to hold him to it. That's how it works best. So you're priming the pump, however, by not having seen him for that. And what I mean by that is that you're going to go Friday, which is in like four or five days, and you're going to have a wonderful time, okay? You are going to enjoy yourself. You're going to give him the girlfriend experience when with him in terms of the evening. He's going to pick you up, I assume? Yes. Great. And then... He's going to drop you off. Now, he's going to want to come in. And then, of course, he's going to want to have sex, correct? Yes, most likely. Right, right. So here is your opportunity, and it is a must in my book, to set things right. And it's a perfect time because you're going to have a wonderful time at the event. Now, you have to make sure, and I assume if he's going to be driving, he's not going to be drinking that much. Yes, that's correct. Okay, good. And you want to also keep it to a minimum because you're going to need your wits about you when you get home. So here's how that would look, okay? And this is how you can turn it around very easily and get it on the right track either way okay i'm going to give you both scenarios i'm going to do that in a moment hi there coach paula here go now to the 8020 wonder club and become a member the 8020 wonder club is a membership club where you'll get all the new episodes of season two the moment they come out otherwise you're going to miss out that's the 8020wonder.club. Make this your year to be consistently mindful of what it takes for a relationship to go the distance. Go to the 8020wonder.club and I'll see you in the clubhouse. So we're back again with the 32-year-old Elizabeth and I am going to explain what I believe she can do and that will start things on the right path to lead to Mike feeling comfortable and safe that she could be the one to marry and have his children and this relationship can go the distance and I put it that way because the gravity of that must sink in for anyone listening to it that a man must feel safe secure and that as the mechanic 
of the relationship car. You've got this. And it's so upside down in our society that it's amazing things work in any fashion. And no surprise that they don't, first of all, for first marriages, 50% of the time. For second marriages, they fail 60% of the time. And third marriages, they fail 72 or it's between 72 and 74% of the time. No surprise at all, because we've got it all wrong. And I use this example as well of any woman and man being in a car in the middle of the Arizona desert and they somehow got lost because there's scant, if any, GPS there and they get lost and they don't have provisions because they thought, well, we were just going to make it to the highway and get out. It was just a little side trip and they get lost. Car breaks down. They don't have water. They really don't know when another car is going to be coming by. And they don't have cell service. It could be six hours. It could be a day. There's another car comes by. All things being equal, who has the best chance of getting that car up and running? Is it the woman or the man? And this isn't sexist. It's just existing reality as we know it at this time. And there's nothing wrong with females, generally speaking, gross generalizations, do not have interest in car mechanics. And that men do. He has the best chance of getting that car up and running. And you, as the woman in that scenario, want to look to him and know that he's got this. And it is the reverse in relationships, meaning he wants to know that this will be safe. It will be secure. You've got it. And this is why, Elizabeth, I'm going to give you what you need to do to get this straight and on the right path for you to reach the destination of marriage and children. Because now you don't have it. It's all over the place. He's completely confused. And he's just going to ride along because he doesn't know. Just like we ride along in the car and if it breaks down, we've got no idea how to fix it. We just go along and hope that he's got this if it does break down. So what you do is you have a wonderful time at the event and you come home and yes, you ask him in if you'd like or you can have this little session in the car, whatever you're most comfortable with. I think the coming in is best. And he comes in and um, I want you to tell me if after that event and you have a wonderful time, he walks you to the door and he comes in, 
What happens next? Does he immediately make a move or do you get something to drink? What is it like? Um, usually he comes in, he says hello to the dog. He loves my dog, so he usually plays with them. And then I will, you know, make a drink and then we'll sit down on the couch. And usually it happens like right after it. He doesn't, he waits a little bit. I feel like he's a little more calculated than just uh, going straight for it when we come in. Okay, great. So he comes up to you and he starts kissing you or whatever, right? You want to very sweetly say, um, Mike, let's just sit down for a moment. And you take his hand and you go to the couch if you're not already sitting. And you say, I had such a wonderful time tonight. I want you to think about his response and you be him, okay? Can you be him for me? Yes. Great. So I, as you say, I had such a wonderful time tonight. Thank you for inviting me. It was so fun. And I say, oh, you're welcome. I had fun too. I'm glad. And, you know, it really got me thinking, and I have been thinking about this, how much I miss our relationship as we had it back when we, and then I want you to say at a time when it was really great. Okay. So you say back at such and such time. I really miss that. Um, I don't, I honestly don't know what he would say back to that. <laughs> Maybe I, I'm assuming he would say, uh, you know, me as well. I also miss that. But and I'd like to get it back there, and I'd like to feel like we're moving forward and we we know where we are with this relationship. Okay. And I'm sorry, I don't know. Am I supposed to say something back to that? Yeah. It, it, what would he say? Um, I think he would say I, I would like that also, or I, actually I think that he might say I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get it back. I'm not sure, to be honest with you, what she would say. Okay, so we're going to look at both contingencies, okay? Okay. Okay. So if he says, I want that too, you say, great, because I think I've been, I've been confused and I think I've been giving you some some mixed messages about, like, just being friends or or friends with benefits or whatever, and I'm not comfortable with that. What do you think he'd say? Um, gosh, I don't know. It's so hard to picture what he would say. Oh, he probably would ask, so why am I not comfortable? That's probably what he would do. Okay. And you say, well, you know, I, I think it's fair to say, you know, I like you a lot, and I, I think I've just... I've been wanting to to please you and be with you, but I haven't been really really in touch with what I need and and been fair to myself. And that. yep. And I know that I'm I I know that I'm a a wonderful girlfriend. I'm looking to be 
a wife and mother. I know that I want that in my life. And if that's not something that you're thinking about or ready to do with me, I, I don't want to continue to give you mixed messages. Um, I'm trying to think what he would say after that. He probably would say, I understand. Uh huh. Yep. Let me think about it. I, I, okay. Yes. Mm hmm. Yes. I think you're right. I think you're right. And what you want to say, and this is where you have to start to live in the knowing that you're a valuable, wonderful, pretty puppy that he sounds like he loves to me. You want to say, I'm glad. I appreciate that you will. Because if we're going to go forward with anything at all, I want it to be that and leading towards that, whereby we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we're moving forward. I know that's what I want in my life and that's what I'm going to be working towards in my life. And I trust that you'll make the best decision for you. What do you think you'd say? He would say he understands and he probably would say, I appreciate your honesty. Um, okay. Now, uh, I don't know what he would say. What I'm thinking is, what if he says, okay, I'll think about it and then we'll try to have sex. <laughs> what if oh, he's like, okay, yeah, he may. And you, okay, you've just laid down the law. Okay. Your words must always align with your actions. Always, 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 or nothing you say will ever mean anything. Mm -hmm. And he will try because nothing you have said has meant anything so far. And he's confused. So you will say what you say. And then if he says, well, I will think about that. You'll say, I'm glad. And then you say, well, I, I did have a wonderful night. And you get up and you go to the door and you open the door because he just told you he's going to think about it. You show him, okay, great. You're going to think about it. I've made my decision. That is a worthy opponent. And mark my words that in anything a man of any achievement level once in his life with anything he does whether it's his work whether it's his sport whether it's his personal life his woman he wants a worthy opponent because that's what makes playing the quote-unquote game of life fun challenging worthwhile fulfilling okay that sounds like a great plan <laughs> yeah so then you walk to the door and you kiss him good night and you say i'm glad we had this talk what's he gonna say i would say me too um yeah i think i think you'd be kind of shocked to be honest with you <laughs> so uh -huh. i think say very little i said okay thanks and probably take a few seconds to like absorb what, what just happened and leave. Yeah. Yes. And then 
what's going to happen next? I I don't I don't talk to him until he does, right? Like I don't I don't want to. Okay. Here's what's going to happen, okay, in most all cases. He is going to push the limits, and he is going to try to just go along and push you off your stance, okay? And here's what you do next. And this is the vital part of it. This is where it's seriously hard. And why I work with women in a program so that we're talking weekly about it because this is the hardest part of it. He's going to text you. Maybe that night. Maybe the next day. Whatever. And he's going to try to act like nothing was said. This is generally speaking. It might take him a little longer. Maybe it'll be, I don't know, a week. I don't know. But he's going to try to go right back to what it was like nothing was said. Does that seem about right? I think so. And I don't think he's going to wait a week. But, yeah, I think he's going to probably try to get back to normal. Yeah. Yep. So you've got one shot at this one shot and whatever he texts you can do this is really uh, an a1 fix he texts the next day or two days later what would it be would it be hi good morning would it be, what would it be either like good morning and then usually he'll send me like a funny like uh, picture or something like that to say like good morning yeah that's usually what he does Okay, here's what you do. Very simple. You do not answer it. What would he do? He would probably send me another message. Be like, oh, I think you're busy or something like that. Okay, and you don't answer that one. Then what? Uh, I don't have an... Yes, I'm usually pretty, I don't respond right away, but I usually respond to text messages. So we haven't, we never gotten to the point where I kind of ignored three messages in a row or two messages in a row. Excellent, because you're showing things have changed. I made a decision and I have changed because I made a decision. If I could impart to any woman what I know, and I know this to such a degree because I have seen it work so many times. It is formulaic with men. This is what will have him turning things around in his mind. This approach gets a man to feel what he needs to feel and get in touch with those feelings. Okay? Like nothing else will. Eventually, and this, the only time you answer is this. He will say something like, um, 
something along the lines of you're not what we're not talking uh, I don't understand what's going on how come you're not answering are you okay something like that correct mm-hmm. okay so simple so incredibly simple you answer you have it ready and the answer is simply oh Mike I'm fine I am simply sticking with my decision and I want to be sure that you have time to really think about it and in the meantime it will not serve any purpose for us to be in contact mm-hmm. nothing ladies nothing works like no contact with men nothing and you know why the name of this podcast should tell you everything nothing works like no contact because men love through wondering we love through knowing they love through wondering nothing will get him into his feelings like no contact he will finally come to terms with what he needs to come to terms with in order to be in a committed relationship that you want with him and he will and I would take a great amount of my money Elizabeth and bet on it I know it that much that if you do this and you do it in this way he will be back and he will be back serious and then you're at the start or should I say the restart and resetting the relationship on the right track this is what a man wants and needs to have a woman as a wife and potentially mother of his children that's showing him I've got this I've got it for myself and that means I'm gonna have it for the man in my life I know I'm worthy I'm a diamond and a man is going to recognize that and step up to the plate and because I am if it's not you no harm no foul all the best to you but I'm not just going to hang around you see yeah what if he says oh I need more time like, I'm trying to think of what I guess could happen like what mm-hmm. when, no contact um, and I don't know I guess like, um, from you know listen to your book it, you know I can wait a certain amount of days or whatever right like a week or so like what no no <laughs> no it's such and, and ladies if you haven't um, go my Instagram I have lives there about it uh, it's the myth of the 21 day no contact is it is so absurd I can't even tell you the 21 day no contact thing is a marketing ploy it means 
nothing. It comes from a teeny tiny uh, kernel of truth from a statistic, which is that when two people break up, statistically, within 21 days, someone will break the no contact. That doesn't mean it should be broken. That doesn't mean it's good to be broken. That doesn't mean you'll get back with someone if you do it. It's a marketing ploy. Do not fall into it. Mm-hmm. What will happen is this man will start to get into his feelings. He will be conflicted, like all men are, about committing. And despite loving you, it doesn't matter. He will be conflicted. And he will attempt to push you off your stance by continuing to send texts to get you to answer. And he's not even looking for what you answer. He's looking for the answer alone. Because if you answer him anything, he knows that you will. It's the answer alone. I often say to make this point, ladies, if you're in no contact and you've told him nothing will, will being in contact will not serve us. So please respect my wishes that I, I don't wish to be in contact and I wish you all the best. He will continue to text to push you off your stance just to get you to answer because he's in anxiety and he needs to know that when he's ready, you will answer. So even if the answer is F off, that's all he needs. Do not fall into the trap of answering anything other than I've, I've changed. I've made a decision. I've come to realize that I want you back. I'm ready to do this. I mean something significant and you wait until and if you are confused and you are in a situation where you don't know whether you should answer please be in touch with me before you answer because this is the make or break point in any relationship whereby you can have what you want you can have it all it's so formulaic I have seen it so many times in my practice and in my work with women doesn't matter the culture doesn't matter the age nothing this works like magic magic when it is followed awesome. so I'm it, very excited about this. yeah it works like magic you just have to have the follow through I can't stress it enough follow through yes I feel like I'm at this point right now where it's just gotten to be it's not beneficial to me it's making me worry too much you get distracted that this is I just cannot continue this right good I'm ready to stick to it good and if you do he will be back if you give him enough time and no attention you say it once now it could go the other way when you have that talk on Friday. Meaning he could say, it's what I want too. 
Now, if he does, you need to say, I'm so happy to hear that. I want you to be really sure, really, really sure. And, you know, if you are, that means we have plenty of time. But I know I'm sure. And I just laid this on you right now. So I want you to be really sure. And I'm so glad we had this talk. You can kiss him and then you get up and you go to the door. Same thing. You're showing him. No, I'm not going to just take right now that you say I want to move forward and then you sleep with him. Yeah, no. You see? Yeah. Yeah, you got to give him time. And you got to see through his action that he is serious. And I I have no doubt if he said that then, you will see that he is. But you still got to show him because what you do with him, he thinks you do with all men. And if you show him that you're such a pushover by, oh, I just say yes and I get sex, not going to work very well. You see? Yeah. But if you show him, I'm serious and I want you to be too, and I'm so happy to hear this, but I need to see the action that you're serious, you win. You win. It's so simple, but it's not easy. Simple doesn't mean easy. You get it intellectually completely. I hear that. You totally get it intellectually. It's in the doing. It's in the doing. And that's what I help women do because the doing sticking to it, the follow through, that's what is most important. Because if you say one thing and you do another, it all goes off the rails. It doesn't work. You must do what you say. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Do and follow through on what you say. Yes, and I have done things that I said I wouldn't do, you know, with him. So he definitely thinks I'm a pushover. (laughs) Yeah. But you can reset that. You can absolutely reset that and show, no, I've made a new decision. I made a new decision. And men live by their decisions and they get that. And that's what they want. A worthy opponent gets the the rules of the of the game, so to speak. That makes sense. And men want to play at their level. And again, I go back to, he wants to know you got this. He wants to know you got this. And he can feel safe. Now he'll be he'll be a little um, off balance because it's hit him from seemingly out of nowhere. But you just the way I said it. And for example, I know with, with the podcast, it's it's different because uh, how it works with the podcast is then uh, this goes to the uh, the tech guy who does all his you know levels and changes and puts it on the air and so on and so forth. But if we were working together, this would be a session, and you would be listening back to exactly what to say. And you would be so ready. That's how it works. Awesome. Right? So 
I think because you get it intellectually, now you've got a start, right? And you're mm-hmm. at a place to start. And you have to really, really now focus. And you've got to manifest this working. That's the other umbrella under which I work, which is you've got to live in the state of knowing that it will work. Do you know anything about manifesting, Elizabeth? I don't, know. Okay. So I would recommend immediately you start to watch someone like on YouTube, Dylan James. Go about five or six months back in his YouTube videos and binge watch. Understand if you live in the state of knowing and you work with manifesting on your self-concept and live in the state of knowing that you have this, that this is yours, this is your relationship, this is your man, it is going to show up in your life. You will have it. It's the other umbrella under which I work, which is the Neville Goddard manifesting work. And you can watch people like Dylan James, Joseph Ally, Sylvian Nuccio, Neela, N-E-Y-L-A-H, simply create with L. Any of those folks work on living in the state of having what it is that is rightfully yours, that you know in your soul you want, you can have it. There's nothing as profound. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, any last question before we, we go today? Um, let's say that, you know, things work out and then he actually shows commitment, he, you know, talks about it and he does show that you know, let's say we're moving towards the right direction and things are kind of going back to normal and then he pulls away again <laughs> I guess I guess I'm always thinking of the worst <laughs> it doesn't happen if you show the resolve from the beginning that you are not going back to what you had In other words, when you call him to task from the get-go, he doesn't want to go through that again of not having you. You see? He's going to remember, oh, wow, if I do this, I'm... If things go awry, she will, will not just acquiesce. I'm not going to have her at all. See, when you become the change you wish to experience, you experience the change. It, yeah. So it it will not happen because you're you're using a different your self concept right now thinks it can go off the rails again. It's only going to go off the rails if you don't do what it takes to be the mechanic. And that is then, which is the next thing, if you show him, I am not accepting you back, except with the nomenclature of boyfriend, girlfriend, and we are working towards a future together. And then you become and utilize the strategies of what I call sexy mother. 
and that is understanding that at the heart of every man is a very young boy who needs to understand the way of things by guidance, healing, and you do that as the mother does to a young boy, but you do it in a mature, sexy way. So it's instead of stop that, sit up straight, and act right. That's how mom talks, right? Mm-hmm. It's, honey, if you just stop acting like a jerk, we're going to have so much more fun when we get home tonight. <laughs> I love that. That sexy mother. Okay? That's how it works. So when you become good at that, you have a good relationship. You're the mechanic. You're going to keep it on the road. You're going to keep it well-oiled. You're going to keep it in tune by doing what works for his male brain. And whether it's him or somebody else, you as a woman always need those skills, just like whether it's a Toyota or a Tesla, the man has to know the mechanics of it to keep it on the road. That simple. Wonderful. This is, I, this has been amazing. I learned so much. I'm so glad. I'm so glad because you deserve it. You can have it. You will have a wonderful relationship with him. Men are longing for the woman who knows the mechanics. They're dying for it. And more than ever, they want to because everything has gone off the rails. So when you have these skills, you're in demand. (laughs) Just like we want the good mechanic, right? Yes. So I'm really glad you did this today. Thank you, because I think this conversation is very beneficial to so many women who are going through exactly what you're going through. So thank you. No, thank you. This has been wonderful. Really great to have um, Elizabeth get that in the way that she did. I love hearing that intellectual understanding because that's the first step. Information is the first step to transformation. And I trust that she can go the distance with this by doing the next steps and the follow through. If you are in this situation, the follow through is so significant. And it's where I see folks really go off the rails by giving in to their emotion and fear fear of, oh my gosh, if I stick to this, he's not going to like it and then he's going to flee. And it's just the opposite. It's calling him to task by showing that you stick to what you say. That is a woman of high value and that's wife and mother material. So I hope you will connect with me to be on this podcast like Elizabeth talking about any situation like this, or if you want a private consult, we can do that. 
for either, just reach out to Michelle at coachpaulagrooms.com and we can be talking. Until then, don't forget, with any man in your life, how important it is to make him wonder. Wonder.